welcome to the When's My Time podcast. I'm Ozzy Eyre, founder of whensmytime.com, and I aim to be your boss's worst nightmare. Well, it's Monday, the 31st of October 2016, and what does that mean? Yes, it's Halloween. Now, I know the majority of my listeners are over in the US, uh, oddly enough, not in my home country here in the UK. Or I suppose that's not oddly, because obviously we do have a much smaller population over here. And it may be that some of my younger listeners in the UK, and indeed a lot of my listeners in the US, may be surprised to know that while we now have this big thing at Halloween, when I was a kid, in fact, way into my 20s, it wasn't such a big deal over here. And do you know what changed all that in the UK? What made it a big sort of uh, party time and a big, uh, well, commercialised it, let's be honest. It was... um, it was E.T. <laughs> Back in, I think it was uh, Christmas 82 that that was released. It was the film E.T. Now, when I grew up as a kid, I was aware that of this trick-or-treating thing that happened in the, in the U.S. I was uh, aware of it from books I'd read. I was aware, aware of it from films I'd watched on a Saturday morning at the cinema. I don't know where you grew up, but, you know, they used to show kids' films at the cinema on a Saturday morning. So I was aware from, uh, of it from all that, but it was just something that happened elsewhere. What we did was... We did uh, sort of celebrate Halloween, but we had things like apple dunking. Now, if you don't know what that is, you fill a, a bucket or a barrel with water and throw some ha- apples in it. And uh, and what you have to do, and it seems, I mean, it's pathetically simple. What you have to do is have your hands behind your back and stick your head in and try and get an apple out of the water with your mouth. <laughs> so, so, I mean, that that's as, as commercial as our entertainment got in those days. But that all changed with Spielberg and the release of E.T. back in 82. And the reason I'm telling you that is because there's a lot of people uh, listening to this who, I mean, 1982, what's that, 34 years ago. So there's a lot of people in their 40s now who are in the UK who probably don't actually realise that it is as recent as that over here. But anyway, I'm going off on a tangent purely because it is 31st of October, Halloween. And it's a beautiful day, an absolutely wonderful day, really warm autumn day. The leaves are turning. In fact, they're falling here now. But as I always say, you don't listen to this for a weather report. But while I was out walking with Jack this morning, I met a lady, and I'd met her some time ago, and we fell into talking. Now, if you have difficulty chatting to people, if you have, if you're a little bit shy, I'll be honest, I'm quite a shy person. I don't have many friends. You're probably saying, "Yeah, I can understand that, Aussie," but I'm actually quite a shy person. Happy talking to a room full of people, getting up on a stage and talking to a room full of people, not a problem, but one-on-one, I hate parties. I hate parties. <laughs> but if you're a little bit like that and you're a little bit reticent, you find it difficult to talk to people, get yourself a dog. Get yourself a dog because when you're out walking with dogs, other dog walkers will talk to you. It's such a great icebreaker. Anyway, as I said, I met this lady a few weeks ago and we fell into talking and I talked about what I did. And as it happens, she also is, a, is sort of in the coaching sphere she has her own business and she does private coaching she does corporate coaching and she asked me to have a look at her website and facebook page just to see what i thought about it because she had a a few issues about it she's a lovely lady very talented at what she does and oddly enough i hadn't seen her for weeks hadn't seen her for weeks and i wanted to give her some feedback but then i actually realized that it would a lot easier if, I, if we were both looking at the Facebook page at the time rather than out walking at a dog and we could discuss it and all that sort of stuff. So anyway, I sent her a message via her site 
and we've arranged to have a chat this afternoon. I'm very much looking forward to that. It's a great site. In a future podcast, I'll, I'll tell you about it. Uh, I want to uh, talk to her about it first, get her permission to to tell you about it. But as coincidences go, uh, for the first time in weeks, I happened to meet her again on, on the walk this morning. So we're very lo- much looking forward to having a chat about that. But one of the things that, that uh, reminded me of is the the entrepreneurial world. While you might imagine it is hugely competitive, and indeed it is, it's also extremely helpful. Because I have no problem, I have no problem at all talking to this lady about her site and giving her a few pointers, talking to her about her Facebook page, uh, giving her a few hints at how she might improve it. Because it's like all these things. When you're on the outside, when you're away from things, it's so much easier to see where improvements might be. I know that my site could be a lot better. I know that my Facebook page could be a lot better. I know these podcasts can be a lot better, but I'm, I'm very close to them. I try to make them better every day. I try to improve them. I try to improve on everything every day. I try and learn new things. But it's a lot easier for somebody on the outside to come in and take a look at it and be quite dispassionate about it and say, well, actually... If you thought about doing this and tweaking that and maybe doing that instead, and it's so much easier to get that. And that's why, as I've told you um, recently, I, I've now signed up with a coach to do exactly that sort of thing for me. But my point is there are a lot of people out there in the entrepreneurial world who will offer you their help. Some of it you may have to pay for. Some of it, like I'm doing for this lady, is, is just as a favour for a new friend that I've met. So. If one of the things that you're worried about is competition, don't be. Sure, there's competition. You need competition. You need competition to improve. But you'll also find that a lot of those competitors are only too happy to help you. Now, one of the other things that might worry you about breaking out on your own is the thought that, well, people I know may may look at me and, and laugh. People I know may watch me. People I know may be waiting for me to hit my first hurdle. People I know may be waiting for me to fail. I've got news for you. That's all true. People you know, people you love, your family, your friends, they will all be watching you. And they will all laugh when you fall over at that first hurdle. But they're not laughing at you because they're delighted you've failed. They're laughing at you because it reassures them that, hey, he should never have done that or she should never have done that. She should have stayed like me. She should have buried her dreams like me. She shouldn't try and break the mould. Because by doing that, she's reminding me or he's reminding me that I didn't have that courage. So it's easier to laugh at them. It's easier to laugh at you because you stuck your neck out and you went for it. It's easier to snigger. It's easy to point and poke fun at you than to actually get off their backsides and do it themselves, to actually have the guts that you've got to go out there and do it. But I'll tell you as well, if you're a parent, there's somebody else who's watching you as well. And that's your kids. You see, as parents, we've learnt to tell our kids they can be anything they want to be. Just set their mind to it. They can be anything they want to be. But what do we do? What do we do? We get home from work and we're tired. We're too tired to talk to the kids. We moan about the day that we've had. We've had a lousy day. We've got a crappy boss. We, our colleagues, well, I'm just not going to use that language in front of the kids about our colleagues, how stupid they are. 
we moan about that all day, every day. Yet we'll sit our kids on our lap, or if they're a bit older, we'll sit over dinner and talk to them, and we'll tell them, look, set your sights high. You can be whatever you want to be. And all the time, they're watching you and thinking, why is mum not telling me the truth? Why is dad lying to me? Because if I could be anything I want to be, surely they can be anything they want to be. Surely mum can be anything she wants to be. Surely dad can be anything he wants to be. But he's not. Why, why is he doing something he hates? You see, we're very careful about what we say around our kids, aren't we? You know, I, I'll be honest, I don't tend to use profanity on this podcast, and that's out of respect for you as a listener. Uh, it's not to say I, I haven't used bad language in the past, but I tell you what, when I had kids, when they were little, I cleaned up my act a lot. I watched what I said around them. And I guess you do too. You watch what you say around them. And you watch your behaviour as well. Your behaviour. You improve it, don't you? You improve your behaviour in most aspects around your kids. Now, maybe you're saintly already. If so, congratulations. I, I'm not wanting to tie you with the same brush as me. But here's the thing. We do moderate our behaviour. We do change our behaviour around our kids because we know they're watching us. But why do we have this blind spot? Why do we have this blind spot that says it's okay for me to be miserable in what I do for a living? It's okay for me to be miserable spending time away from my family rather than spending the time with my family. It's okay for me not to be fulfilling my own dreams. It's okay for me not to be living my life on purpose. It's okay for me not to be gaining any sort of significance. It's okay for me to do all that and still tell my kids that they can be or do whatever they want. And I'm here to tell you, that's not okay. That's not okay. It's time to start setting your kids an example. Now, Here's me, and you're probably saying, well, yeah, it's all right for you. Yeah, I, I, I hold my hands up. I did this way too late. I spent 32 years, 32 years, 12 years in a job I hated and 20 years in a job I merely tolerated before I woke up, before I said, hang, hang on a minute, what is happening here? My life is disappearing and I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. What sort of an example am I setting? So I'd ask you, what sort of an example are you setting for your kids? Isn't it time you set a better one? Look, I'm not being judgmental in that. Look, I've been through all those issues. I've been through all the worry or the fear of what was going to land on the mat in the morning? What was going to be in the mail? What bill was going to be there that just scuppered everything? Worried how I'm going to pay the mortgage at the end of it. I know I've been through all that. And, and I can tell you that making the change doesn't solve those problems overnight. Breaking away from corporate life does not solve those problems overnight. But what it will do, it will make your life more fulfilling. It will bring it closer to what you promise your kids it can be. It's never too late to start. You see, one of the saddest things is people in my generation, people around me now, are starting to wake up and look back over their lives and say, 
where did it all go wrong? When did I give up on those dreams that I had back in the 60s and 70s? Where did, where did that all go? Because I promised myself I'd do so much. I promised myself I would travel. I promised myself I would meet new people. I would promise myself I would... Whatever it is, you promise yourself. It's not too late to go back and have a look at those promises. And make new promises to yourself as well. But this time, keep those promises. This time, keep those promises, not just for yourself. Not just for yourself. Because what you'll be doing is you'll be setting an amazing example for your kids. And isn't it better to set an example for your kids than just tell them to do something? And tell them to do something that's at odds with what you're doing? I guess so. I've rambled on, as I usually do. Guess what? This is podcast episode number 99. And what does that mean? Number 100 is just around the corner. And um, a little bit closer to, to recording that, we're setting up the details with a very special guest that I've got. I, I'm, I am so excited. Look, I'm a bit of a fanboy, I'll be honest about or fan old geezer of this guy. I can't wait to talk to him. Uh, I'm going to keep it a secret. I'm building the suspense, I hope. Uh, but you'll be able to hear that in the next two or three days, I think. I, I think we're going to be recording that tomorrow evening. But I, my guess is there'll be quite a bit of editing to pull, pull things together because I want, I want to get the recording as good as possible for you because I don't want to miss out on that opportunity. So I think that certainly by the end of this week, certainly by the end of this week, you'll have it. But I'm, I'm aiming for, you probably have it November 2nd or 3rd. Uh, that would be podcast number 100, a special celebratory issue whereby I get a guest in for the first time and we have a chat. So hope you're looking forward to that as much as I am. And if you want to make absolutely certain you're not going to miss that, what I suggest you do is head over to iTunes now and subscribe. That way you will never miss another episode. And while you're over there at iTunes, how about leave me a review and uh, a bunch of stars? Five is always preferable because that way that helps this podcast rise in the rankings. And in turn, that helps more people find it. And I would really appreciate your help in that. We're now in 33 countries. Can you believe that? It's been downloaded in 33 countries. I am so excited and humbled by that. We've been going, what, since June? So what's that, four months? Four months? 33 countries, more countries than I've ever visited. And uh, maybe that's some that I should add to my travel list. Maybe, right, okay. This thought's just crossed my mind. Maybe I ought to... As a personal goal, look at all the countries that it's been downloaded in and make it my job to uh, to go and visit them and, and find something more about them. That could be a 10-year project, couldn't it? But what an exciting project to have. I'll have a think about that because I want it to be something I really want to do. I don't want it to be just something I've thrown out there on the spur of the moment and I'm thinking, what, an, what a stupid idea that was. So I'm going to have a think about that. But 33 countries already. If you can get it up to 50... No, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. But look, I'm humbled and grateful to all those people in all 33 countries, people just like you, for listening to this podcast. So thanks once again for listening. I've been Ozzy Air, founder of whensmytime.com, and I'm here to tell you, your time is now. <laughs> <laughs>